ceiling and came to rest over my head. I was terrified. Help! Help! Then I heard footsteps and the key turned. What dreadful noise! Are you hurt? Did you see something? Take me out. Let me go to my room. Oh, I saw a light and I thought a ghost would come. Then Mrs. Reed appeared. What is all this? I gave orders that Jane Eyre should be left in the red room until I came for her. Miss Jane screamed so loud, ma'am. Oh, aunt, have pity. Punish me some other way. Silence. This outburst is hateful. I heard the door lock and the footsteps move away. I fell to the floor in a faint. The next thing I remembered was a red light and the sound of voices. Where am I? In your own bed. You're all right now. Well, who am I? Mr. Lloyd, sir, the apothecary. She'll do very well now. See that she is not upset tonight. I will call again tomorrow. Talking to me the next day, Mr. Lloyd learned that I was very unhappy and would like to go to school. He told this to Mrs. Reed. Several weeks later, I was brought to her in the drawing room. This is the little girl I told you about, Mr. Brocklehurst. There is no sight so sad as that of a naughty child. I wish her to be brought up very simply. She must be made useful, be kept humble. I take care to do this at Lowood. Plain fare, simple dress, hardy and active habits. So it was that I was sent to Lowood a charity school for orphans. Bessie put me on the public coach early one morning. Goodbye, Bessie. You've been kind to me. Goodbye, Miss Jane. I'm fonder of you than of all the others. After traveling all day, I was tired when I arrived. I noticed little more than the long dormitory where we slept two in a bed. You will sleep here with me tonight. A loud bell awakened us before daylight. It was very cold. Dress yourself, then get in line to wash your face. Then we went to the classroom for an hour's work. At last, about daybreak, another bell sent us to the dining room. Smell it. The porridge is burnt again. I had eaten little the day before. I was hungry. But after two spoonfuls, I could eat no more. It's terrible. Like rotten potatoes. The 80 girls were divided into four classes, all meeting in the same room. You will sit here, Jane, in the lowest class. At noon, Miss Temple, the principal, rose and spoke to us. You had a breakfast this morning you could not eat. You must be hungry. I have ordered that a lunch of bread and cheese be served to all. After this welcome lunch, we went to the garden for some exercise. Here I made a friend, Helen Burns. Will you tell me something about the school? Anything I can. Lowood School, rebuilt by Naomi Brocklehurst of Brocklehurst Hall. What does that mean? She was Mr. Brocklehurst's mother. He runs everything here. Then the school does not belong to Miss Temple? Oh, no. She must answer to Mr. Brocklehurst for everything. Why do all the girls look so much alike? We make our own clothes, 
all from the same materials and the same patterns. One afternoon, Mr. Brocklehurst visited the school. I find in settling the accounts that a lunch of bread and cheese has been served to the girls. How is this? I ordered it, sir. Breakfast was so badly prepared that they could not eat it. Madam, my plan is to make these girls hardy, patient, and humble. A little thing like burnt porridge should be allowed every now and then. Suddenly, one of the older girls caught his eye. What is this? Red hair, ma'am? Curled? Curled all over? That is Julia Severn. Her hair curls naturally. I wish the hair to be arranged plainly. That girl's hair must be cut short enough never to curl again.